Welcome to episode number 80 of Take Him With You for August 8, 2010. I'm Rick Moyer. Today we talk about our shopping experience at a local Ross store and more. Yes, we'll be talking about uh, the different things that people think are deals when they go to a department store. Um, Some cool DVDs I found. Blueberries in our garden. And our main subject this week, what's your favorite movie and why? We have your Facebook feedback and some fascinating information on why we entertain ourselves with different types of movies. Stick around. Hey, Guildies. This is Kenny from Knights of the Guild Podcast, the official fan podcast for the award-winning web series, The Guild. I'm here with some really cool news. Not only are we still continuing our regular podcast, microcast, and minicast, we've now added companion casts. A companion cast is a podcast that coincides with a new episode of The Guild and will take you behind the scenes of that specific episode. I was fortunate enough to be on set during filming of Season 4 and got exclusive interviews with cast and crew as they finish their scenes for that day. I also sit down with the creator of The Guild, Felicia Day, as well as the producer, Kim Evie, and the director, Sean Becker, and get insights into the workings of this fantastic web series. So when you're finished watching a new episode of The Guild, be sure to go to knightsoftheguild.com and download the companion cast for some fun, behind-the-scenes information. Well, now, Kenny has done something kind of cool. He was on the set when they filmed all the different uh, Guild episodes. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was able to interview each one of, or a bunch of the actors and support crew and everything after every episode. So now um, we can actually hear kind of like a behind the scenes, uh, like 24 hours after they air the program, then Kenny puts up a companion cast. That's what he was talking about. And, uh, boy, they're really kind of cool to just kind of see behind the scenes and what the actors were thinking and and the um, how they did certain things in the scene and so on and so forth. It's kind of cool, like having DVD extras. It's kind of cool. Their new video was funny, I have to say. Yes, it was. Game On yes. was hilarious. I really got a kick out of it. You have to listen to the behind the scenes thing, how they did the elephant. Very funny. Yeah, I was kind of curious about that. Very, very funny. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, anyway, let's talk about what's going on around our house. Oh, by the way, I'm Rick. And I'm Amy. So we're on our way home from having dinner last night. You and I went out for dinner, and and uh, Catherine texts me. Mm-hmm. And she says, can you stop at Ross? There's this, I don't know if you have Ross's where you live, but there's this department store Mostly clothes and shoes and stuff, but they have a few housewares and things. Mm-hmm. Anyway, there's a, a store called Ross here in town, and she wanted us to stop and look at cowboy boots. Yeah, she's been looking furiously. Well, furiously is not the right word. Anyway. Diligently. Diligently for cowboy boots. She just has this idea she needs a pair of cowgirl boots. So yeah. we've been looking at thrift stores and department stores, but it's hard to find a pair of cowboy boots. Yeah, you need to talk louder. Well, we we found a kind of a pair, but they were shorter, so I think she's going to be taking them back. But while I was there, I knew that she was also looking for a pair of rain boots. <coughs> and since it rains here about nine months of the year, it's it's a good thing to have. And 
everywhere we've looked they've been like $25 or $50 and she hasn't wanted to pay that much so I found a pair of white and black checkered cowboy or not cowboy boots rain boots for um, $12 so I called her she was excited so here's the deal I don't usually like to stop and shop but we did we stopped at Ross and we started shopping now here's the deal this is the difference between men and women or maybe just, I don't know, partners, spouses, whatever you want to call it. But um, what I look for when I go to a department store is completely different than what you look for. Yeah, I, I ended up looking for a couple of things. We were blessed. We were giving given a um, sectional for our family room studio kind of thing here. And um, we were wanting a... I was wanting to get a little tray so we could set sodas on it because there's no tables, you know, in a sectional, at least ours. And um, so I was looking for a tray and some pillows. So she looked... Pillows. 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 Whatever. It's not pillow. Pillow. Okay, so go on. So what were you looking for? Well, I mean, why would you want to look for something like that when they have little gadgets? I found uh, a car charger for an iPod Touch for, for like six bucks. That's pretty good. Uh, and I found um, I found a multi-card reader for my computer for like four bucks. Yeah. And oh, this was awesome! They had some DVDs on sale, and I found Super Friends um, first season for three ninety nine. <laughs> Bless you, gee whiz! Me. She just sneezed all over me. I, uh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Super Friends. Can you believe that? The cartoon. That's pretty awesome for three ninety nine for the whole first season. That's awesome. Um, yeah. What else did I get? I got another movie too. What was it? So you got the Bionic Woman. Oh yeah. Volume premiere. one. I gotta open that up and see what it meant it, by volume one. I think it's just the pilot that was on I don't know, the um, new Bionic the Woman, new not Bionic the old one woman. with I yeah. don't think they I think they only had one season, didn't they? I don't think they yeah. renewed it. So. I don't know what's on the D V D. I have to open it up and see, but it was only like four or five bucks too. So see these are the things that you need to look for when you go into a department store. Uh not pillows. Pillows. But the pillows we got were really cute because they um they're fuzzy, kinda like a poodle fur. And um <coughs> that's were, what they were called they're called chocolate poodle they're really soft what was that i don't know we have an alarm going on oh it's the smoke alarm it, oh andrew's cooking something <laughs> oh that's not a good sign <laughs> oh well i just pray that when he finds the someone special in his life that they know how to cook yeah <laughs> because he can bake and he can boil water. Kind of, well, when I say bake, I mean take a pizza out of the box and put it in the oven. Yeah, yeah, and I wouldn't he can call that make mac and cheese. Yeah. Oh Lord, help him. Anyway. Anyway, so so I I don't know. Maybe our listeners can help us out. Is it true that when you go into a store that one person looks for completely different things than the other? Because I like I like clothes and stuff to decorate my house. And yeah. you like geeky stuff. Gadgets. Gadgets to clutter the house. Yeah. Well. Our car. I'll use them. <sighs> anyway. So we went to Ross. So she got her cowboy boots, but she doesn't like them, so she's taking them back. Yeah, but she did like the rubber boots I got her. That's nice. Yeah. So anyway, she liked those. And they were a good price, because they were like half the, less than half of what they normally are. Yeah. We can't hear you at all. 
Oh, I don't know what to say. Well, I'm I've talking, turned your mic right? all the way up I'm to the top. I can't. In the microphone. All right. All right. So we have a bunch of blueberries this year. Our blueberry bushes decided to dump loads and loads of blueberries on us. Well, it's about time to pick them again because we haven't picked them in about three I noticed days. That. So. I, I can go out and do that today. Yay. Yeah. Yeah. We made, I made my sugar-free blueberry pie the other day. I didn't get any of that. Oh, there's. I saved some in the fridge for you. It's probably not good now. Oh, yeah. It's probably good. But anyway, it's just you take a graham cracker crust and you mix up... Um, a thing of low-fat cream cheese with some Splenda and vanilla and okay. spread that on the bottom. Okay. And then you make a blueberry sauce where you take about a cup of blueberries. And or any type of berry. A cup of, yeah, about a cup of water and a cup of berries and mm -hmm. you boil them. And you add about another half a cup of cold water with a tablespoon of cornstarch in there. Yeah. And um, some, I, I put about a cup of Splenda and you make a sauce out of that and you boil it until it gets thick okay. and then you put another cup of fresh berries you can do the same technique with strawberries too or bit or blackberries but we have blueberries in our yard so and then you just put that over the once it's the sauce is cooled a little bit then you add the berries and put it over the cream cheese and graham cracker crust and you have a low fat low sugar dessert, dessert. Huh. it's good good i'll have to try it yeah, it's in the fridge. All right, great. Yeah. So, not that all exciting things. I guess that wasn't that. Well, no, I think probably my cooking talk is geeky, but in a different way. Yeah, sure. You could make a dessert that's not going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and blueberries are actually really good for you. Yeah, I guess. They're high in antioxidants. They're superfood. Did you watch any good TV this week? Mm, not really. We've been watching the cooking channel, the, the, what is it called? The Next Food Network Star. Yeah, I like that show. Yeah, that's pretty good. I like it, except that I get attached to all the people and I don't like it when they get have to go home. Yeah, right now it's down to like the final four or five. Yeah, they're going and, to New York now, the final four. Yeah, so that's hard because um, they just sent somebody home this last week that I thought had potential. I tried out that new show with Gordon Ramsay called Master Chef, I think. Yeah, I haven't seen that. It's kind of like American Idol, but chef. Hmm. And it's really, I don't know, we'll see. We'll see if it's a good show or not. I only watched one of them. At least it's not a, as abusive as Hell's Kitchen. I don't really like Hell's Kitchen that much. I don't see how you can get away with doing that. That's ridiculous. I, it's it's got to be all show. It should be Abuse Kitchen because yeah. he's just very abusive to them. Yeah. I don't think that's nice. No, no, not very. Yeah. Well, anyway, okay, so let's uh we're going to we have a lot of comments on our subject today. We're going to uh, play a promo and then get right into our subject for today because uh, today's a little lighter program. We're going to talk about what's your favorite movie and why. Uh-huh. And then give a little insight on how do we pick entertainment that is good for us because not all entertainment is. Yeah. Does so how it, do you do that? Because it's it's such a different. We'll talk about it. Yeah. But uh, we're gonna we actually have like forty five comments on Facebook on people's favorite movies and why. Wow. And so that's a lot. Are we so, gonna have time to share ours? Because it's well, we'll like <laughs> we'll work it in there because I think a couple of them are one of my favorites on there. So we'll go through and we'll talk a little bit, and then we'll talk about this this fascinating thing that I remember uh, doing in a a study one time uh, on where. Why we why the movies we like so much? Why do we like them? How do they relate to us? What does it say about us? Mm -hmm. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll be right back after this. 
Earth belonged to the Nereza, and only one hope remains. Project Eden. An ocean and thousands of miles infested with monsters separate the companions from their last hope for salvation. And all the while, an unseen hand guides their every move. After the dawn comes the morning, but with the light comes the inescapable truth. The human race needs a miracle. Martians Are Here podcast, available on iTunes and through themartiansarehere.com. I was going to let people know that... Um, Every week, I I try to put out a prayer request thing on on Sunday nights for people if they want prayer. I do it on Facebook and sometimes on Twitter, depending on what's going on. But just want to let you know that if you would if you need prayer for anything, all you have to do is email us Rick at takehimwithyou.com. That's Rick at takehimwithyou.com. I think you can even go on the contact us thing on Take Him With You, and it'll there's a place where you can put prayer requests. But anyway, um, email me, and I will pray for you, because I think uh, today in the world, it's good to have people pray for us. Mm-hmm. So if you have a prayer request, send them our way. We would love to pray for you, and we'll even email you back and let you know that we did pray for you. Yeah. Yeah. And let me see, what else do we need to do before we get into the subject today? I'm not sure. Oh, I set up a... Um, I've had a couple people now, uh, since I set up the monthly donation thing, people wanted to know if there was a way that they didn't have to remember to give every month because they wanted to give monthly to the mm-hmm. podcast. So I set up a thing on our on our um, website that you can either give a one-time donation or there's three or four options on giving monthly mm-hmm. uh, through PayPal. So it'll automatically take it and pay it if you want. Uh, and I know people had asked for that. So all you have to do to, to uh, if you want to give to the podcast to help us keep this coming to you, you're more than welcome to. We appreciate every bit that comes in and want to say thank you to all of you that do help out. Very, very helpful. Um, all you have to do is go to takehimwithyou.com and click on the donate button. Mm-hmm. And that's all. And you'll have uh, all the stuff is right there. And if you have any questions at all about, you know, what we use the money for, or what we do or whatever, you can definitely call call well you can call me i guess if you want but you can email me at rick at takehimwithyou.com that's rick at takehimwithyou.com <laughs> do we have a jingle now <laughs> no but i like that time once again for food for thought on take him with you <laughs>
that was a song that Nathan and I wrote together. Yeah, wasn't it? It was for the Matrix. Matrix, the blue or the red pill, and correct. I don't know that I've really ever watched that show, but he wouldn't it, like it. Yeah, it, but I think I remember reading in a book one time. Wasn't if they took the red pill, it brought them back to reality, or was that the blue pill? I can't remember. Um, you have to watch the movie. Yeah, I read something in a book one time about taking a reality check, basically. Ah. Uh, yeah. So. Okay. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, our our big subject today, we're going to talk about uh, what people's favorite movies are. And uh, we wanted to ask our listeners, what what did you like as far as a movie is concerned? What are a couple of movies that you really enjoy? And why? Not just what are a couple of movies you enjoy, but why do you enjoy them? Because I think that's important to know the why behind it. So I asked the question yesterday and got like, what, 45, 46 answers? Um, you know, I'm still trying to find it here. Okay, here we go. 44 on, on um, Facebook, and I don't know how many you got on Twitter. I didn't get any on Twitter. I don't know why. Oh, well, on top of that, I noticed that on Facebook, not all the comments were on the on the question right there, but we do have one that they just pasted on your page. They or, did? I didn't yeah. see that. Um, Carolyn. Um, up above that one. Do you want me to go ahead and read that one since it's not on the question part? Sure, if you want to. So um, the the impromptu question is, what are a couple of your favorite movies and why? And Carolyn said, Sleepless in Seattle, Trust, Hope, and a Happy Ending. Sounds like my kind of girl. Right. It says, The Faith of a Child, um, Jonah, Where Anything is Possible, and It's Always Worth Asking for Help and Taking the Risk. Makes me feel more confident and proud of his character. Okay. And the other one she liked was Oklahoma. Singing, lots of singing, dancing, good versus evil, with the good... Gotta click on see more. Good prevailing. And um, the scene after the wedding, the haystack fire, when Lori's aunt tells her, you have to take the good with the bad and say, well then to both of them um oh she had three movies okay three (laughs) three (laughs) and i have to agree this is a fun movie the princess bride when billy crystal's character says have fun storm in the castle (laughs) have fun storm in the castle boys do you think they'll make it it'd take a miracle yeah (laughs) and his name his character is called miracle max anyway um to the half-dead prince and his two misfit friends. Yes. It brings a smile to my face every time. Also a good versus evil plot where good prevails. Yay. Yeah. I think that seems to be a throughout the um, throughout the, the comments, that seems to be something that is, is prevalent. Yeah. It's it's good. I mean it's I think um I think most of us like that kind of thing, a happy ending. Well, I think any time that you're going to put out some type of entertainment, there's got to be some type of a feel-good in it, or it doesn't appeal to masses. A redeeming quality or a, or something that, yeah, something that makes you feel good at the end. I I know we've, we've watched a couple movies in our in our time 24 years together where you've left going man i wish i hadn't seen that movie it's only been a couple times but yeah. it had a depressing ending where, where yeah you leave going wow like that was almost a real everybody exciting. dies <laughs> it's like, yeah 
And I don't yeah. like that. Yeah. But I guess. I don't know. The older I get, the weirder it is with movies with me. I used to watch whatever, and now it's... I don't know. Get more selective as you... As well, you I don't know. It's like I won't watch Marley and Me. Yeah, I I kind of wish I hadn't, just because our dog's kind of old and yeah i i cried at marley and me yeah we, we don't want to do any spoil over spoil spoilers but uh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> that wouldn't be in my top favorite list well watching see for me watching a movie is an emotional experience because i think that's what as a writer and and producer of different things i i tend to um i have a vivid of a vivid imagination and so i get wrapped up in the story emotionally and i don't like it when i when it makes me feel bad if that makes sense well, you know, we talk about this being a spiritual podcast, so I'm going to insert a little spiritual thing. Two of my favorite storytellers of all time were in the Bible. Um, in the Old Testament, Samuel the prophet, who was in the same time period as King David, came and told King David a story. And that story changed the king's heart. It brought him... It spoke to his emotions and caused right, him right. to repent from yes. his, his wrongdoings. And then, of course, Jesus in the New Testament is full of Jesus telling stories and giving word pictures for people so that they can, can understand spiritual concepts using things like gardening and fishing and told them stories. And yes. So storytelling is a powerful tool. It is very, it's one of the best communicating tools ever. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's why Jesus chose that. Mm-hmm. And so, so of course, in today's technology, it used to be that people gather around their radio. Mm-hmm. And before know, that, around the fire. <laughs> around the campfire, yeah. Yeah, around the campfire. And now, now we have movie theaters and TV and all that kind of stuff so people mm-hmm. can watch these stories unfold. That's why I think sometimes it's great to listen to like the Martians are here uh, podcast and different things where you don't have you don't see the visual part of it you have to imagine you just get the audio mm-hmm. part of it because uh, it really taxes and then some people don't have a real big imagination so they want to just watch it they don't want to <laughs> just listen to it but. but you know i've my daughter has taken my reading habit both of us love to read and she has discovered the same thing i did that generally the book is better if you can read the book you can use your own imagination and yeah. And um we were listening to a book uh audio version of a book that we both read and we're going Aunt Marty didn't sound like that. <laughs> yeah, because in your head sound like in, that. Yeah. in your head you already had this character yeah. figured out, right? So that was hard when it's when it's been some a book that you've really liked and then they put it into a audio or a video. Mm-hmm. It um sometimes isn't as good, but Yeah. So, do we want to go on and... Um... Sure. Okay. I've got one here. Um, this is from Melissa. She says, okay, I asked, what are the couple of your favorite movies and why? She said, The Hangover, because it's hilarious, and I laugh almost the entire way through. Uh, and then Gone with the Wind, because it's classic, and I love to watch it on a rainy Sunday afternoon. Mm. So, movies sometimes can be like comfort food, too. Yeah. You know, when you want to identify emotionally with something, or you just want to... Just enjoy the day and, and watch something that brings a smile to your face. Or sometimes I know comedies can really make you laugh, and, mm-hmm. and laughing is good for you. I mean, laughing is really good for you. There's been studies that, you know, cancers have been reversed for people laughing. And there's there's literally um, 
peptides or different <laughs> there's there's names for them but they're endorphins that are released when you laugh that yeah. can make you healthier yeah yeah so kimberly says independence day first movie my husband and i bought together and we watched it the fourth of july after he gets home from work every fourth of every july every fourth of july oh what a cool tradition that's awesome yeah very fun that that was a crazy movie with will smith and that was crazy. Yeah. I liked all the aliens. It had uh, Brent Spiner from uh, Star Trek in it as he, the mad scientist. Yes, he played a good mad scientist. He dies. You don't have to oh, tell Oh, sorry. No that. spoilers. No spoilers. Okay, never mind. Okay. A lot of people die. Our niece wrote in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she said... Um, this Larissa. Larissa. The movie without limits um, about Steve... Profontaine. Profontaine, okay. It's very inspirational. Prefontaine. Okay, and the movie Blindside, um, it's very heartwarming. Aha, uh-huh. very good. Yeah, I've like, I like Blindside too. I don't know about the other one. I haven't watched it. Yeah, you need to. It's a really good movie. I know you're not a big football fan, but it's more than football. Yeah, that's what I understand. Uh, Mark good. says that uh, he likes the movie Fireproof and Facing the Giants. They contain the right stuff for a life that leaves one fulfilled, is mm-hmm. what he wrote. Yeah, they're both good movies. How about this one? Um, Ross says, Terminator 2, A Nightmare on Elm Street. Ooh! Sleepaway Camp. Home, homeroom, Monster Squad. I seem to get a kick out of horror and sci-fi. I must like my imagination stimulated. That's true, Ross. <laughs> that's that's good. I, I get a kick out of that, too. I think that's funny. It, it, and you can see as you go down, we're going to talk a little bit about why people like certain movies and why they don't. But, uh, yeah, good good picks there. <laughs> well. You Well, Amy wouldn't no, like them. No, I don't uh, like horror movies, but God bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Stephanie says uh, she likes the movie Pay It Forward because it's so obviously the way life should be. I try really hard to pay it forward at least once a day, uh, more if I can. Oh, we're getting a uh, a Skype call from my friend Richard, but we're in the middle of recording. I'm well, so sorry. Well, why don't you ask him his favorite movie while I... <laughs> we could do that, I guess. Um, let's let's do that. Says... Just a minute. Hello? Hey. Hey, guess what? We're recording our podcast live, and you're on it right now. Oh, my gosh. It's true, totally <laughs> true. We're right here talking about favorite movies and why. So since you are on the phone with us, Richard... Uh, this is our friend Richard Pete from um, the Chicago area. Are you still in Chicago, or have you flown to of California yet? No, I'm still in uh, still in the Chicago area. I don't fly to uh, Vegas until tomorrow afternoon. Ah, you're and you're going to the the um, the uh, Star Trek convention. Yes, I am. How cool is that? <laughs> That's just so so cool. I'm very excited. I, this is the first convention I've been to that was Star Trek only since like the 70s. Oh, you're going to have a great time. I wish I was there with you. I know. I, I've talked to Rick several times. I said, I wish I could fly you over to hang out with Richard to, to do the Star Trek convention. You guys would have <laughs> so much fun together. Oh, we so would. <laughs> would be awesome. So we're talking today on our podcast about what our favorite movie is and why. What's your favorite movie, Richard? Or a couple of them and why? Um, well, I have to say, from a Trek perspective, my favorite movie is a toss-up between The Wrath of Khan, mm-hmm. which has been my favorite movie for a very long time. Yes. Um, 
but recently I really I've really come to have come to like um, Star Trek First Contact. Ooh, that's a good one. Too. Oh, that is a good one. Assimilate this. Is that the one? Is that the one that they're they're outside and they have the big um, satellite dish that they're walking around in, and and people on the ship are turning to Borgs? Yes. Okay. Yep, that's it. Yeah. I just love that. Okay, so so tell me why those are your favorite movies. Um. Well, let's see. The Wrath of Khan. It. It was all. I just. I love the character of Khan. And the between the, the interplay between him and Kirk is just the best. It was good in the original series it, episode. Yes, it was very good. And and they just did a really good job in that movie. I mean, it was suspenseful all the way through. Yeah. You know, oh, it was it was just very very well done. And who could ever forget Con 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 Con? I yeah. I was just thinking, how can you go wrong with Ricardo Montalban? Yeah, he, he, can. he was a great actor with rich Corinthian leather. <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, you got like a guy who's you know in his sixties and he still has an awesome physique, you know, and everything. Yeah. But no, uh, it was just the the the, inter- the interplay was good. The story kept you moving all the way through. There was never really a boring part. Um, so it was it was it was just a very well crafted flick. Um, and as far as as far as the the, the board movie, you know, First Contact, I kind of felt the same way with that. You know, it starts, you know, it starts right off, mm-hmm. you know, in a major con, you know, confrontation with the board, yeah, right at Earth, um, and it just moves, and it moves real, it moves pretty quickly. What was your initial reaction when that when the little thing came out of Picard's cheek? Oh man, that was awesome. That was awesome. I was like, Yes, <laughs> it, but then it was a dream. Yeah. I thought, oh, okay, it's just a dream. <laughs> but, but but it made me think, though. Hmm. Mm-hmm. I wonder if that can happen. Yeah. For real, sometime if you know Crusher didn't quite get all of all the, of the nanoprobes. Yeah. Yeah. So always a possibility. Yeah. Very very cool. Well, very very good. But, you go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I was going to say. I mean, there's so many movies that I like. It's really hard to say which is my real favorite movie. But, you know, Trek is Trek's always close to my heart. So those are the first movies that come to mind. That's cool. Well, you know, we're, we're testing out a theory today. I was at a, a long ago, I was at a meeting and we were broken apart into study groups. And they asked the question, what's your favorite movie and why? And so we went around, at, just guys there at the meeting and, we went around and, and the guys were sharing like Rambo, you know, and the other one was sharing like the Patriot, you know, and somebody else said, you know, um, uh, dirty Harry or whatever, you know, they, they went around and said all these things. And I said, Star Trek, um, six, the undiscovered country. And they all looked at me like I was nuts. And then as we went on in the study guide, they, they brought up this very interesting concept and they said, one of the reasons that we identify with movies that we really, really like is because they tell part of our life story. Would you agree with that? Um, I guess I, well, let's see. Well, I'll, 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 I'll think about it, but you know, maybe, um, well, somebody had pointed out that, that one of the reasons that I liked the Star Trek movie, the, the number six, the undiscovered countries, because, um, my goal in life is to 
save the galaxy and and uh you know and right uh, right wrongs and injustices and and uh and and help ma- people, and, help people. <laughs> and i laughed so hard when i heard that because i thought oh my gosh that's so funny because i that's what i want to do with my life that's what i do and i thought i never even thought about it being a movie you know <laughs> that's interesting i mean now i'm going to have to think about that and, and see how see how that fits with me and the movies that I like. Right. I, I know the reason why I like Trek in general, mm-hmm. and that is, you know, being, you know, I was born in 1960. So, for me, you know, the issues of equality and sure and the struggle for civil rights and all of that were pretty close to me. Right. You know, in my family during that time, I mean, you know, my parents talked a lot about that when I was, you know. Eight, nine, ten, you know, twelve years old. Sure. So for me, Trek was a world where what we were are hoping to achieve mm-hmm. in terms of equal opportunity, mm-hmm. right, and the ability to move past all of our pettiness, you know, to towards uh, a better worldview. Well, sure, and because because you know, Trek there. Trek would actually even bring up subjects like that, and all the way from racial to uh, to men and, and women. Yeah, gender. And, 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 um, and also, political. Um, and yeah. Political well. they, yeah. yeah, they had a Russian um, guy on the bridge. They had an African-American woman. They had, you know, female doctors. They had everything. Um, they had equality. Which for that time was really on the edge. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we made some great strides, but... But wow, if it could be like track, <laughs> you know. I I well, think even, even yeah. most of the even most of the admirals in TNG were female. Uh huh. I never even thought about that. You're right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah I, so so that's what that's what attracted me. I'm sorry, Amy. I didn't oh no, I I I like the original. Um, Gene Roddenberry was able to bring out a lot of things in the original Star Trek. Um, social issues that he was able to address using alien cultures <laughs> so that didn't seem as intimidating to talk about. Um, but I think all through um, the Star Trek um, series and the movies, they were able to bring out things like that, injustices and and how to solve them. And it was right, good. Right. Well, well, Richard, are you uh, are you busy right now, or do you want to just stay on the line while we talk about the other movies that people have, have sent in? Um, no, I'm not. I'm not too busy. I'm. Uh, Are you at I'm, work? <laughs> I'm, I'm recovering. I'm recovering computers in my house. Oh, I see. Well, oh, you, you yeah, can pop. A little techie. Well, you can pop in and out. Are you on your iPhone or are you on your computer? I'm on my iPhone. Ah, yes. How nice. Right now, my my computer is installing Service Pack Three right now. Oh, so exciting! It's. Oh yeah, and then my I'm I'm working on my my daughter's boyfriend's computer ah fine well Ugh. you have you have an option you can either stay on the line and as we talk or or i can call you back later and we can chat what do you want <laughs> i'll do both <laughs> okay all right great okay so we're okay. gonna okay our next comment here is from um where's the other one? Oh, uh, uh from jake okay what does jake say jake says the truman show Great illustration of having small vision and overcoming obstacles to obtain freedom. Do you remember that movie? You know, I remember seeing it, and I remember some people just totally loving it, and I was like, eh, not my thing. But but I understand why he liked it. 
you know, overcoming obstacles and obtaining freedom. That's, sure. That would be that's a, a good movie. I mean, noble that's cause. what you got out of it. Richard, did you ever see The Truman Show? Do you remember that? Yeah, I did. I did see it. Um, wasn't that? Is that with Jim Carrey? Wasn't it? Yeah. It's it's kind of funny. The the thing I remember most about that movie was the one scene where he was walking, and the rain was just on him. Oh yeah, that like <laughs> the cloud that was over him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I remember I, that. I don't know. It was. I had a weird reaction to the movie. I I, I liked the premise of it. Yeah. But just I guess the this idea of there being so much fake to that to his world mm-hmm. right you know that when you realize i mean it was just a, it was interesting to see the reaction of when he finally realized that his world was absolutely fabricated right there was nothing it, real about it, it i kind of had the same reaction in it it's almost like when you watch an outer limits or twilight zone and you and it ends and you go i wasted an hour of my life watching that or half hour i'm like um, you know, that just didn't inspire me or something. But it it does inspire some people. So I've heard other people just really love that movie. So. Well, the concept is very interesting, I think. Yeah. All right, what's our next one? Um, Megan says, uh, Sound of Music, because I love this story and I love to sing along. And The Holiday, because I'm a sucker for a good love story. And a new favorite is August Rush. That's just an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love the music in August Rush. I've still tried to get you to watch that movie, and you haven't watched it with I me. haven't watched August Rush. And Have you I watched said, it, Richard? I don't know maybe? if he... Yeah, did you see it? August no, Rush? I didn't see it. I didn't either. I really want Rick to watch August Rush just from the music aspect, because it's a little boy who sees music everywhere. And... Mm-hmm. And um, since Rick's kind of, you know, a music, um, I don't know what you call yourself, <laughs> savant musically. I don't think so. Well, I mean, you you just, you come up with this music that's like, wow, where'd you get that? And yeah, anyway, I think you'd really like that movie. Cool. Oh, now, I don't know if anybody's seeing a theme here, but now we know some of these folks that have written comments. Some of them we don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're definitely, it still is lining up with... Um, the heart cry of a person mm-hmm. being identified with the particular movies that they like. And I don't want Ross to feel bad that he likes horror movies and stuff that we read, <laughs> but but there is a certain element of action and suspense in that. And that you know, I I I don't know Ross real well, but I do know he likes he he's action oriented. Yeah, might appeal to the adrenaline junkie yeah. in someone. I, I guess. don't know. I, um, Debbie says the rookie. Um, and for the love of the game, hmm, those are good movies. Yeah. I've I've watched one of them. I haven't seen I, for the I've love of the, the game. I've seen the rookie. I haven't mm-hmm. seen the second one. But that was, was a, a real inspirational movie. movie. Yeah, yeah. And Angie says, "Gone with the Wind," love of God's creation, history, romance, Rhett Butler and Ashley Wilkes. Um, okay, those are why she loved it. Yeah. And then Princess Bride was for the romance. The sword fight, honor, true love. Um, she wanted to know what ours are, are. Oh, what are ours? She yeah. wants to know what ours. Well, we are. can we can say what ours are. Um, but uh, yeah, I uh, I haven't I haven't watched Gone with the Wind in years and years and years. But uh, we have watched Princess Bride many times, mm-hmm. and uh, I really like that movie. It's hilarious. Do you want Best to say? movie. Yeah, oh isn't, isn't it great? Princess Bride. As you wish, Wesley. <laughs> My sweet Wesley. It was a very cute. It's it's like kind of like I was surprised. Life is pain, Your Highness. Was, Anyone that sells some, uh, says otherwise is selling something. 
I was surprised because when I first saw Princess Bride, I felt like a Disney cartoon had come to life. <laughs> you know, it's got the prince. <laughs> you know, it's got the hero and the the princess that needs to be the rescued. Dread Pirate and, Roberts. Yeah, it's a cute movie. Anybody who has not listened or watched The Princess Bride needs to watch it. It's a very. We cute have a friend one. who hasn't seen it. We keep on trying to get him to watch it. Yeah, we we have two copies and we can't find either of them. Yeah, they're hidden somewhere. Go figure. So, what's your favorite movie, Amy? Um, you know, my favorite movie is the six-hour version um, by A and E of Pride and Prejudice. Oh my gosh! And I think the two things I like about it the most is um, the beauty of it, um, beautiful scenery and architecture, but then the deeper meaning um, is in the title that Jane Austen writes about pride and prejudice that you really have to, sometimes you will judge people by something that they will say or an action that they show on the surface and it might not be the real them and um, that you really need to get to know people and spend time with them to really get past that outer shell and to really get to know a person's heart. So I think I like the people aspect of it, and the I like stories that are like I don't know emotional and people stuff. Can you handle those ones, Richard, for six hours watching those type of movies? Are you a do you humor anybody by watching them? <laughs> you know, I um, actually I do like I like human drama stories. I really do. As much as I like action adventure, mm-hmm. I do like a lot of human drama. Um, I like to see people, you know, maybe this is, maybe this says something about me. I just like to watch, I like to see people overcome adversity. Yeah, there you go. Um, now chick flicks, that's a whole other thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't believe that Rick has ever watched the whole, um, Pride and Prejudice movie with me. He's maybe walked in and seen it and then walked out. <laughs> <laughs> he can't handle it but um no, my just... daughter and i watched sense and sensibility the other night i taped that for you he did and then he was like oh i can't believe you're watching that <laughs> but uh, i like <laughs> i mean i like jane austen's stuff because it's usually really clean but it has a lot of of detail and um i don't know they're just really good yeah yeah so um should we go on to another one? Do you don't want to know what mine is? Sure, go ahead. Oh, you go ahead and tell yours. <clears throat> Sorry. <laughs> I thought you did. I thought you said your Star Trek. Well, I, 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 I don't know what my favorite of all time is. It might be Star Wars. Really? But, Over Star Trek? Well, I like Star Trek a lot. But Star Wars was such a unique and new thing at the time. Mm-hmm. And, and it has the basic theme, the basic theme of good and bad. You know, evil and uh, and good and and good triumphing over evil and all that jazz. I don't know, you, Richard. You remember the first time you watched Star Wars? Yeah, I was. Um, I think when Episode Four came out, I was in high school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I you're a little older than I am. I was in junior high, I think. Yeah, and <laughs> what I remember most though was Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, that was a pretty good movie. Because I was in college then, and I had to stand in a line oh, yeah. that went two blocks down the street from the yeah. theater yeah. to get into it. Um, but yeah, I, Star Wars was 
Yeah, it, it, it's a unique experience. It really yeah. is. And, and I think movies after that time all kind of had to live up to that. Yeah. And even though, you know, I mean, the, the filming technique was all new, the special effects were new, but the story itself was wasn't really new it was really an older story but it but it was done with such a twist and such a different you were you were in a completely different galaxy and a completely different way of looking at things and that's what made it so amazing there's my wife what did you think of star wars the first time you saw it dear um i was in sixth grade and i that was the first like big kid movie i ever saw that was like a pg movie and I was surprised at how incredibly awesome it was. It was just, it kept going and you never like got bored. It, mm-hmm. Just a lot of action. I do remember and, that. I was really disappointed though when I saw Star Trek, the first one of the movies. Oh, yeah. I, I, will re- I refuse to watch that one again because it, I was so bored out of my gourd. Well, Even though I love Star Trek, it was really hard to watch because it was so slow paced. I think it was, it, I liked the special effects and everything, mm-hmm. and I really liked the Klingons at the beginning. I thought that was really awesome because we had never seen a Klingon with the funny foreheads before right. until the first movie. But uh, the movie itself was very cerebral and just really long. Well, and I don't even think the plot was even that great. I thought it was great. V'ger. No, that's an awesome plot. V'ger. Well, no. See, I, my, my perspective on the plot was that it was it was the changeling all over again. Yes. Yes. And that's what I didn't like. I thought, you know, they took the changeling, they beefed it up. And had a budget. And had a budget. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I just thought, well... This is the first Star Trek movie, and this is the best you could come up with. Yeah, I was I was really surprised because it wasn't action orientated at all, like the series. Yeah, it it was so far from classic Trek. It depended way too much on on the special effects. Mm-hmm. It had like I would have taken a tenth of the special effects, and then actually had more plot and dialogue and yeah. stuff. Yeah, because, definitely. Um. Yeah, I think the other Star Trek movies that came on around along later were a lot better plot-wise and action-wise and yeah, yeah. more interesting. So I guess my, my favorites would probably be Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered Country, and, and the reason for it is because it takes a crew of people that have been working all their lives to better the universe and puts them into like the one final adventure that they have. And then from there, the possibilities are endless. It, just, it was really good, so I, I enjoyed it that way. Was that the one with the whales? No, that's no. Star Trek Four. Four. I get I get confused. I've seen them all multiple times, but I can't. remember You're really part which of our family which. now, Richard, because the recycling truck is coming. You can hear it in the background. Sweet. Yeah, it's going to pick up our recycling as we do the podcast, and you you're here to <laughs> witness it with us live. Let's see. Our next one is from um, Spaltar or Sue. You know Sue on Twitter. You probably mm-hmm. have her on your. She says, "Wow, that's a difficult question." I often credit Summerstock with Gene Kelly and Judy Garland as the reason I'm in my chosen profession. She works on Broadway, by the way. But I also love anything with um, Catherine Hepburn. Catherine Hepburn because mm-hmm. she's consistently amazing. Then there's Jaws and Office Space and the Ghostbusters and Back to the Future trilogies. And I'm not even going to list all of the sci-fi ones. Um, there are too many good movies. So Sue has a lot of the lot of good taste there, I guess. Gene <laughs> Kelly and Catherine Hepburn, they're awesome. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. 
What does Preston have to say, Amy? Preston says, Braveheart, it's a thrilling tale of the campaign of William Wallace and his quest for Scottish freedom from England, not unlike our own campaign to escape the English kingdom. Uh, you know, we love our English friends now. But yes, we do. We <laughs> but do anyway, love that's you. His, um, his take. Um, Stand By Me um, is another favorite fantastic story of four children who set out to discover um, the body of a 14-year-old boy who was hit by a train. Mm-hmm. Okay. They learn about life, and you see the change from innocence to the beginning of maturity. It's like To Kill a Mockingbird, only better. Hmm, that's an interesting take on that movie. It, you remember that movie, Richard, with Stand By Me? It had, um, it had uh, Will Wheaton in it. Yeah. And, and a bunch of other people that went on to become stars. Mm-hmm. I think all the little... Oh, the little chubby face boy, he's a really famous actor now. He was in the, the superhero boy show that the boys watched when they were little. And he, and he was in Sliders, Jerry, sliders. O, Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he was in there too, I think. I think. Yes, he was, as a matter yeah. of fact, yeah. Yes, I remember that. It was a cute... I, I don't remember the movie too much, but yeah. Okay, the next one's from Sean. He says, The Shawshank Redemption and Lord of the Rings. Shawshank because it's a beautiful story of friendship and triumphing over a bad situation. And Lord of the Rings just because it's gorgeous. The story, the characters, the cinematography. It may be the grandest, most ambitious, and well-executed story in the English language. Mm-hmm. And I would, have to, I would have to agree with the Lord of the Rings was an amazing, amazing set of movies. Of course, mm-hmm. the, you know, movies are no, not really... Well, sometimes a movie can be better than the script. <laughs> but most of the time, the script has to be really awesome in order for the movie to be awesome. Mm-hmm. And that also is a story, when I think of Lord of the Rings, I think about friendship uh-huh. and dedication to helping each other overcome, just Absolutely. like the first one. And Lord of the Rings is one that I would put up high in the... In the cinematography, too. Oh, it was, it was beautifully really filmed. My goodness. Do you, I remember sitting through the first movie at the theater thinking, I, I, I thought it was going to end, and it never ended. It just kept going and going and going. <laughs> it was one where you had to go to the bathroom, and you didn't want to drink a, a, a large Diet Coke because you'd be in big trouble, you know. But, uh, yeah, yeah I, 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 I personally don't own the DVDs to The Lord of the Rings. I think I gave one. I, we had one, and I think I gave it to Nathan. I don't think I saw those in the movie theater because they were so long. I think I watched them with the boys here at home and watched them And we them had the segments. extended versions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. At one time. But I don't own them anymore just because I, I, I might someday. I don't know. I, I thought they were fascinating movies, though, and, and very mm-hmm. well done. How uh, about Peggy? Well, this is one I haven't seen, but she really likes it. It's um, Angels and Demons, for one. Tom Hanks was really good in this movie. Um, I did not find anything offensive to me personally at all except for a few violent scenes that went over the line. And I'm pretty fussy. Um, it was... Well It done, was a yes. whodunit oh, yeah. to the nth degree. Yeah. Okay. And <laughs> you don't know whodunit till right till the end. So it kind of must have been a suspense movie. Or, well, it was or the sequel mystery. to, wasn't it, uh, Richard, if I'm right, wasn't it <clears throat> the sequel to, um, what was the movie that was so controversial in Christian circles? Yeah, it was um, 
the artist da vinci the da vinci code the da vinci code <laughs> right 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 didn't it have the same characters in it though it had someone that had, had had the main the main character um well, Hanks's character was in it good i have a question it, it really wasn't a sequel though oh, okay it was, very, it was different very different story but it was in the books you know i, I saw both the movies and they were okay the yeah. books were so much better. They just really the movie didn't did you, the books. Now I know you are you are a Christian a believer. Did it offend you at all any of those stories, either the first or the second one? No. Um, what, what was all that controversy well, about? Well, I think it's more of an issue that it offends Roman Catholics. I think more than Christians oh, in general. Okay. Um, I mean, the biggest issue with the with the Da Vinci Code has to do with. Has to do with, you know, Mary. Okay. You know, and what her her role know, her in things role was. Is. Okay. And 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 to a certain extent, has to do with the. You know, we it, the Bible talks about the fact that Jesus had brothers. Right. Uh huh. James you know, and, and others. James yeah. James and Zebedee. Right. Was, but you know, this movie goes into it a much more on a much more deeper scale okay and so you really have a sense that you know I, 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 in some ways that jesus's humanity was much more folk on the focal point right mm-hmm. rather than his his, his divinity nature. right right so so i think you know for some people that you know that's a little iffy um but uh the idea that the whole idea with da vinci code was that there was a person living today who is a direct, a direct um, descendant, descendant of Jesus, I of see. his family line, <clears throat> and as a result of which, um, that person, you know, the question is, does that person have any of Christ's power? Right. Um, you know, and, and that, and then so th- things get kind of iffy when you start going down that kind of path. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because um, the yeah. demons was different. It was more, so for me at least, it would more had to do with. The politics of the Catholic Church, right? But, you know, because you know, there's it's a real touchy subject, right? <laughs> sure, mm-hmm. sure. From Catholics and the Pope, and yeah, you know, in this movie, the Pope has a son. I see. And so that's a real issue. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's not supposed to be married. Or yeah, right, right. Anything like that. So mm-hmm. interesting. All right. Well, what else do we have here? How about uh, Randall says. His favorite movie is North by Northwest, and he doesn't know why. He just likes it. I don't know that I've seen that one. I've not seen it either. <clears throat> I don't know. And then um, somebody asked me what my favorite was. I already shared. So And then Jeff says he likes U571. Um, I like World War II-based movies, and I like this one for the story, submarine, and the cool explosions underwater throughout. Uh, the Bourne movies, the action is great, and the cool European locations they go to feels like I'm on a mini vacation without leaving t- my TV room. Plus, it's my wife's favorite movies, so we can watch them together. Uh, well, so- again, too, it's really interesting. Again, as we go through these, it's very interesting to see what type of movies are their favorite. And um, I happen to know Jeff well enough to know that um, he has such a, a sharp mind, and he's... He, he's very thoughtful and stuff, and I know he likes strategy, and, mm-hmm. you know, he collects, and, and he has all these... Like my son, Andrew. Andrew's always been into strategy and, and, and all so that I, kind of I stuff. And so I know why he likes the U571, and and uh, I also know that um, he's fascinated by history and different things, mm-hmm. and so I, I think it's cool that he likes the Bourne movies, too, because 
he he is a uh, he's a race car fanatic. He does a, a podcast called Champ Podcast where they uh, talk about indie cars and the races and all that kind of stuff. So, kind of an international guy. Mm-hmm. That driving yeah. fast and all that. Yeah. <laughs> what does okay, Angie have to Angie say? Angie says, "Lord of the Rings." The Fellowship. I love the hobbits and the way they live. They are cute, aren't they? Mm -hmm. Okay. I love how this movie really showed the Shire and how they lived. Um, Laughing out loud. And it's one of the best adventure stories ever written. Mm -hmm. Um, She also likes The Count of Monte Cristo. The book is better, but the movie is amazing to me. I like how Edmund dedicated his entire life to the pursuit of making things right. Hmm. Okay, I added the hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, helping those who once helped him and taking vengeance on those who um, did him great injustice. But in the end, it remarks on how the happiness of our life um, kind of goes away with the need for vengeance and having joy and feeling complete within yourself makes you content not to feel like you want to see others who have harmed you suffer such an amazing movie so well done says i enjoy good book movie adaptations adaptations Adaptations. that's really that's really good and and uh yeah i I agree with you i think hobbits are cool (laughs) they're cute (laughs) and i really like that 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 idea of um uh, living our lives and and what um, what revenge and things like that can do to somebody it's not mm-hmm. a good thing. It's kind of better just to forgive and go on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. S- Scott says rapid fire for the excellent fight choreography, true lies, great story, and good acting for the most part. And then Starship Troopers because apparently I like cheese. <laughs> Actually, it's because I like movies that tell a story from a soldier's perspective uh, during war for some reason. Hmm. I thought that was an interesting observation. I would I would agree with Scott there that kind of uh, like, yeah what was that book that was so good um, the Red Badge of Courage that kind of talked about a soldier's perspective but that's know. not a movie sorry that's all right I'm digressing I'm sure it became a movie sometime it probably did yeah. Adam says Singing in the Rain the greatest musical of all time and one of the catchiest songs mm-hmm. and then he also likes the man from Snowy River a young man adversity who succeeds against all odds. Actually, Man from Snowy River is probably in my top five, too. Yeah, I Good know you movie. like Good movie. Oh, beautiful music and beautiful scenery. Yeah. I'm just a sucker yeah. for that kind of thing. Yeah. Ronnie says, green fried tomatoes. That's Be- fried green tomatoes. Fried green tomatoes. <laughs> green fried tomatoes. Okay, fried green tomatoes because of the period it's filmed in. The plot is f- fantastic. Great acting. To Kill a Mockingbird. I love Gregory Peck and... This story is a classic. Father of the Bride, just as much, just such a fun movie about parents and the bittersweet moments with kids and making room for strangers in your family. I I really I enjoyed the the Father <laughs> of the Bride. Oh, and I bet um, isn't that touching, Richard? Have you have you watched the Steve Martin movies with Father of the Bride? Oh yeah, that's a, that's oh, an excellent gosh. movie. Isn't it hilarious? Oh, my, my daughter, I like to watch it. Yes, it's just like, <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. 
I love it when uh, is it the second one when um, uh, when they're sitting around the dinner table and here she is um, older and she says, "I found a boyfriend. I'm something, and I'm going to get married." And then as they film it, though, all of a sudden this little girl's sitting there. That's the first one. Yeah. Was that the first one? Yeah, the and second one. I'm going to get married. The and second like, oh, when they gosh. have babies, the oh, mom right. and the daughter. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, that movie, George Banks, the Tennis Shoe Man. Great movies. How about uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> every party has a pooper? <laughs> oh gosh, that chicken! What? Okay. The polyester suit. <laughs> the cheaper no, chicken. Not our money. <laughs> Where else are we? We're running out of time. Okay. We gotta go. Um, Jason says, "Oh no, Gene." Gene says, The Fugitive, U.S. Marshals, Gladiator, Action and Good Actors, or should I say, Good Looking Actors. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Jason says, I agree with Rick about Star Trek VI, The Undiscovered com- Country, for, some, for, for two reasons. For two reasons. One is, despite the differences, the Romulans, the Klingons, the Klingons and the Federations were able to come together to govern this planet. And number two... When they get to the center of the galaxy, they did not expect, except, or they... They did not accept, accept on blind faith that they that the, the entity, entity was God. He's confusing two movies here, but that's all right. Okay, yeah. There was some discernment about what is God from God and what is not God or from God. So he, he got so two of them mixed up. He got the first one right. number five was yes, the yes. one about God. Yes. Or whatever. Why does God need a starship? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I didn't really like that movie a whole lot, even though there were some very good moments during number five. That's one with Spock's brother, right? Cybok, yes. And, yeah. that, and around the campfire when they're row, row, row your boat. Marshmallows? Good night, Jim. Good night, Mar- Spock. Marshmallows, anyone? <laughs> Go and climb a mountain. <laughs> uh. Oh, yeah. There are some good parts, but I didn't like the God part for some reason. It was well, kind of corny. Yeah. yeah. Um, I like the heavy metal Klingon, though, that was shooting space debris. That was cool. <laughs> okay. All right. So I got, okay. we need to go on. Heather says, the book of Eli, and I can't say why, because if someone here, um, because if someone here or you haven't seen it, it would ruin the movie for you. It reminded me of my grandpa. Also, grandma. another oh, grandma. <laughs> Sorry. Also, another favorite is Road Trip because it's hilarious. I haven't seen the book of Eli or Road no. Trip, I don't think. Anthony says Star Wars, the original, which is just a perfect adventure with a happy ending, and uh, Back to the Future, a movie that is, again, a perfect little adventure and reminds me of the time in my life when everything was simpler. Could have gone with the Indiana Jones or Short Circuit or any of other number of the 80s movies here. I wonder if he grew up the same time we did. Must have, must have. <laughs> Those all sound familiar to me. Yes, yes. I'm Tim. No, have, oh, go I ahead. I have to admit, though, when I watched the first time when I saw the first Back to the Future, mm-hmm. and we saw it at night, oh. and it was me and about four other you know friends of mine. Yeah. And we got in my car, and we we're gonna drive back to my house. <laughs> How fast did you go? We so totally went 88 miles. An hour. <laughs> <laughs> we so totally did. I wonder how many people did that. Uh oh. <laughs> the lightning storm would have been perfect too. Yeah, would that have been awesome? Yes. Yeah, I, I like the idea of the 
the garbage um, that you can put garbage in in the for flux fuel. capacitor. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Use garbage to fuel yeah, your car. Yeah. That was. <laughs> so Wouldn't funny. that be great? <laughs> yeah, Timothy says Star Wars and Trek. Uh, no real favorites of these two series, but both are series are equally my favorite. Although, if I had to pick Star Trek: First Contact, it was TNG at its finest versus the Borg and time travel. See how much uh, how much more awesome. Um, how much more awesome can you get? Oh, and Deanna drunk. La- laughs to be had. Lord of the Rings trilogy is also a favorite of mine. How the universe was depicted with great actors and great visuals. Excellent. Thank you, mm-hmm. Tim. Wayne says the Matrix because um, just as John Elridge pointed out, it's truer than what we realize. I al- I also like the good old unsuspecting regular guy becoming the hero story that's true that's like in the last starfighter and different movies i think whenever you you take somebody that the odds are against them and then they triumph it's it, that is something we all want to happen in our own lives and so it, it becomes very becomes very relevant to us and we like a story like that because all of us have places where we feel defeated in and when you when you uh, can see somebody else overcome um, adversity than you yourself feel inspired to do the same well we have more comments this week than i think we can shake a stick at do you know where that saying came from (laughs) no okay let's let's try to get through um chris says i must make a case against lord of the rings i can't stand out how drawn out it is it's a soap opera for kids lol no offense sean i'm a huge fan of shawshank though i'll throw in um Rudy. rudy And Cinderella Man is faves. Okay, cool. And then uh, Lisa comes back and says, You're not wrong about uh, Lord of the Rings, but they didn't write the story. Tolkien did. They did a great job with what the story was. I'll add Fiddler on the Roof for the cultural revolution it depicts. Um, and uh, Field of Dreams for the struggle against convention. And and, and, the, the and the corn. Star okay. Trek. Yeah, we know she lives on a she farm where they're surrounded by yeah, corn. Yeah, sometimes you can't see their house when you drive by because yeah. of the cornfields around. And it. Star Trek Four for the modern day angle, which was very fun. Yeah. Um, Jerry said, "The Passion of the Christ." I feel bad. Uh, I, I feel bad for Mel Gibson. His actions are totally discrediting his works in that movie. Coincidence? Oh, and he says, "The Princess Bride." How come nobody mentioned that one? They did. They did. They did. <laughs> of course, there's so many comments. I'm sure not everybody could read through them. And um, uh, Wayne says, Jerry, you must be onto something. Spiritual warfare, perhaps? Yeah. Uh, Lisa, our friend, says, my favorite movie of all time is the original Star Wars. It brought life to the world of imagination and special effects never seen before. Also, it was the first be, um, big sci-fi event that I'd ever seen on a, um, with a strong and capable female lead. That's very true. Yeah, it's true. She she was a pretty gutsy female lead. I liked her. Yeah. Lori says the Titanic and Million Dollar Baby because they remind me of how fragile life can be. Hmm. Uh, what does Joy say? Joy says Gone with the Wind because they go, through. I think it's through such a struggle with the war and then come home and start all over again. Dave says Operation Thunderbolt because the Israelis kick posterior and ask questions later. Don't mess with the apple of God's eye. Okay. okay. I haven't seen that movie either, <laughs> yeah. but um, <laughs> this is funny. Annie says Jaws, simply because it is awesome. 
Lisa says, oh, and I enjoy watching and re-watching all the Bourne movies. Ah, there they come in again. Okay. Jenny says she likes Princess Bride because it's the greatest movie ever. Yes. Uh, Kathy says it's hard to pick just one. I love Alfred Hitchcock movies and To Kill a Mockingbird, which is also my favorite book. For comedy, I love Anchorman, Moonstruck, and The Death of a Funeral. The British comedy, not the remake. And Love Actually makes me laugh out loud and cry. And don't... uh, Oh, can't get any better than that. And I will watch anything with Johnny Depp. Okay. Um, Sarah says, Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, because it has all the... Uh, be- because it has it all, and is, it's beautifully made, scored, directed, and acted. It's been the top of my list um, ever since I was seven. Mm. I like that movie, too. Holland's Opus is what uh, Wendy says. I cry every time they play the song at the end. And the Shawshank Redemption, just a terrific movie, and definitely all of all my all-time favorite. You know, I've heard that several times. I've never heard of that movie. Have mm. you? Yeah, I have. Okay, Daniel's oh, the Sha- Shawshank Redemption. Yeah. yeah, that's a really good movie. That, huh. In fact, that's when I fell in love with Morgan Freeman because ah. he's really What's good in it. Huh? Oh yeah, he's. Excellent. I think he was in Independence Day too, wasn't he? He's been in everything. He's been in a lot of movies. He's a good <laughs> actor. I want to see that one where he's. Was he in the... No, that's a different one. Sorry, going off. Last comment. This is our last one. Daniel says, The Lord of the Rings trilogy, because it's so epic and fantastic. My favorite of the three is The Two Towers. All of the characters are so well played in the films, and I quickly come to love them all. Another two films... Hot Fuzz and The Great Escape. Hot Fuzz is the funniest film... And a fantastic cop movie, plus it's British comedy. The Great Escape, because it's one of my favorite films for the reason it's um, a fantastic period piece. It's hard to not love the characters, especially Hiltz, the cooler king, American flyby. Flyboy. Flyboy. Okay. I have so many favorite films. These are just a few. And I don't know, I know Lord of the Rings, but I don't know the other two. Well, thank you, everybody. We had 40-some comments on on our movie question. We had fast today. And uh, we appreciate every single one of them. Now, here's what we want to do right towards the end of the podcast, which we are coming to a close here soon, is talk a little bit about, um, again... Uh, those of you that listen to the podcast or or if you're listening right now and you're thinking what your favorite movie is, try and identify why it's your favorite movie and it might reveal something about you. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a really kind of a cool thing because, you know, we are believers. We believe that God has created us and there's a reason that we like certain things and don't like other things. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's really interesting how when we, some of the entertainment that we pick really identifies with either the struggles or the victories on the inside of us. And I, I think that's a really interesting um, commentary on life and how we choose the things that we entertain ourselves with or, or feed ourselves. And some people just like ones that make them laugh because they, well, right. they, they want the right. stress relief of, sure, of laughing sure. and, but and I that think, can be healing too. I think at the core of, of who we are, there's, there is reasons why we like certain things. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking uh, we're involved in a community um, at Trex and Sci-Fi where a lot of people are geeky and, and we like, you know, sci-fi stuff and Star Trek and Star Wars and Doctor Who and all these different things. And there's, there's something that kind of unifies us and that is that... Um, 
like what Richard was talking about before when you when Richard you said, you know, there's there's a a kind of a a, a positive outlook uh, for the future. And and that is something that I think is so important, and that's why I identify with sci-fi and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like for me, I don't know. What what about you, Eam? Well, I watch sci-fi more because you watch sci-fi. Sure. <laughs> but um, but most of the most of the movies that I like, I like them for the beauty and for the music and for okay. Um, so so here's redeeming qualities sure. of people understanding okay. each other and all right so here's a question mm-hmm. and i'll ask both of you i'll ask you richard and amy what do you how does someone go about choosing entertainment or things that are healthy for them because not everything that we would want to put in front of us is that great mm-hmm. so how how do you personally choose what's good or bad for you richard when it comes to entertaining yourself um good question huh and it's a good question. Part of it, I know for me, is, is it, I guess part of it is, does it, does it affirm my values? Mm-hmm. Um, and, the, and the flip side is, you know, if the things that are going on in that movie are contrary to, you know, the way I would live my life. Right. I try to avoid things that are too opposite of who I am. Right. Um, and since I'm a father, I'm kind of sensitive to leading by example. Right. So what you watch, you're thinking, well, your kid sees you watch that. Right. Right. You know, and what I want them to watch it with me. Right. Right. <laughs> um, and, you know, in some movies, they don't watch with me because they're not old enough to appreciate right. what's going on in a movie. Right. But, uh, yeah, it's hard to, it's, it's hard to tell your, your, your kids one thing. But then behave in a different way, and they 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 tend to watch what you do as opposed to what you say. Yes, mm-hmm. that's for sure. So, so I, I'm I'm very much guided along those lines. Yeah. Okay. How about you, Amy? Um, you know, we talked about this the other day. I said I was saying, you know, we could be watching a TV show, and thankfully we record most of ours. So, if there's like a crime show or something, and and they walk into a situation that we wouldn't allow in our home. <laughs> right. Like, I, what, like, well, for instance, like CSI, sometimes they'll go into a place where there's pole in. dancing or something. And that's not something we entertain our family with. So we fast so forward we through that. So we usually fast forward or if, if we were watching a scene on a TV show or a movie that we've recorded or it's on a DVD and, you know, things are going a little bit further than an innocent kiss, we will like... Um, let's just click forward a few things. Right, right. And so we try to use discretion that way, but it's it's challenging because a lot of times um this the day of Sandra D and Gene Kelly movies and you know, they're kind of over uh, gone with the wind. Yeah, right. <laughs> I mean they right. they they just don't make a lot of quality general entertainment anymore. It's you know a Well lot of then there's a more adult lot. themes going on in things now yeah. than there was. And, and, you know, adult themes aren't necessarily bad as long as you take the time to discuss them with your kids and not just say, okay, this is the way people should live, you know? Right, right. Um, sometimes it can be a good conversation starter. But, right. But, yeah, I think we just can't take entertainment for granted, especially in the informative years when, when kids are small and, and getting their ideas of right and wrong and 
um, we were quite picky with our kids when they were little. And sometimes they make fun of me now because um, I wouldn't let them watch certain shows that I thought were too violent or right. too vulgar, or, you know. And they kind of said, yeah, mom wouldn't let us watch this or that, and, you know. Uh, yeah, they feel like they were guy. really abused, but they weren't. <laughs> I mean, we got library videos, and we we would, you know, we had Disney movies and different things sure, that they we watched. Weren't horrible, that we but... weren't like extreme, but but I did try to be discerning. Discerning, yeah. yeah. Well, for me, I I I look at it a lot different than I used. To. I used to be really strict when I became a believer. I thought I'll throw everything out and I'll never watch anything unless it has a Christian theme to it and all this different stuff. And as time went on, what I found was, um, although that is is fine for me, I was judging other people if they would watch it, if that makes sense. And I had to really loosen up on that. And now now I I think in order to relate and understand where people are at, um, I will watch something. Like I went to a movie that I would have never gone to, um, but I was encouraged by a few friends to go see it because of the the overall storyline of it and that was the um that was um the one with the uh, the Australian one uh, what was that called <sighs> Oh District 9 Yeah District 9 that's right I went to that movie be- and normally I wouldn't go to a movie with all these f words in it because that just it's offensive to me when I hear that all the time I just you know and this one had so many it was ridiculous I pretty soon became numb within 10 minutes you know but but what I saw in the movie, um, and I'm kind of glad I went, even though I would I wouldn't own it, and I probably wouldn't see it again. And you probably wouldn't show your wife. No, I would you wouldn't. You freak out. out. <laughs> it, but the the feeling that I had and the statement that the movie made was absolutely brilliant, and I understood completely why they created the movie, and I also understand why it was emotionally um, riveting. And um, anyway, I I put down my religious, you know. Um, protect myself kind of thing and and this is wrong and I saw the movie on purpose and um, you know I think at the, at the time I, I think I thought well well you know I reviewed it enough to know that there wasn't it didn't cross the line in some of the areas that I just don't feel comfortable with um, the only thing I had to do was put up with the cussing in it really and, the, and there was a lot of violence in it but what I got from it was a perspective of wow um there shouldn't be an injustice done to any race of people or or aliens or anything like was done in that movie and and yet we've done that in our society so anyway that's why i went to that one and i think we have to be and you know some people understand some people won't but i think we need to be led by the spirit of god on what we what we watch and what we do with what we watch, if that makes sense. Because there are going to be times when we're forced into situations of seeing things that we don't want to see or hearing things that we don't want to hear. What we do with that is our choice. And and I think a lot of times people will judge entertainment as being really bad or this this way or that. But really, what you know, the Bible says what comes out of a man is what defiles him, not necessarily what goes into him. So in other words, there are going to be some people that can w- watch a movie and it won't affect them the same way as it, somebody else. And so you have to, instead and of... some people are more impressionable. Right. So and, you have to, instead of yeah. following a big list of rules, you need to be led by the Spirit. In other words, um, you know, tailor make it to who you are, if that makes sense. Well, there was a... This might be a silly illustration, but I had, when my oldest son was about two or three, um, a family member gave 
as a Disney movie. And, you know, normally I don't have a problem with my kids watching Disney cartoons, and we had many of them. But there was one in particular that had the lead character was really rebellious towards Mm -hmm. her dad. Yeah. And she just had this attitude. And I noticed whenever I let him watch it that he just got snotty and, you know, got... I don't know, just got to be a brat. (laughs) And so we decided, well, you know, I think this cartoon isn't having a good example and a good effect on him because it changed his behavior in a negative way. Well, I remember some certain video games the kids would play. I took one away from them because they became really agitated and angry with one another. Got kind of aggressive. Yeah, and I said, you know what, that's not worth it. If you guys can't play the game and not have it affect you, then I'm not going to, don't play it. Mm Mm-hmm. And they got mad at me, but I think we made a good call on that one. Yeah, so you just have to, I think, judge things by, are, is this going to help me be a better person and kinder towards other people right. and help my relationship with God and with other people? Or is this going to be something that's going to tear me down and, and encourage me to tear other people yeah. down? Well, there you go. That's our take on movies, our favorite movies and why. I hope everybody enjoyed the show today. Um, I know that was kind of, it was kind of a different subject for us, but it was a lot of fun. Yeah, I know. And it was so exciting to have Richard with yeah, us. Yeah, what a nice surprise. We didn't plan this, but it must have been a God thing. <laughs> it was a good good coincidence. So thank you, Richard, for joining us. Well, thank you for thank you for the uh, ad hoc invitation. It was kind of I fun, wasn't it? it? Yeah. yeah, awesome. Okay, well, let me say a prayer, and then we'll uh, close out the show. Father, we just thank you so much that you have let us live in a very creative world. And with such um, vivid and amazing entertainment out there, we pray, God, that you would you would give us discernment on what would be good for us, our families and, the, and our friends, and what wouldn't be. Uh, God, we pray that you would help us to uh, make a difference in this world. And um, as we relate to the different things that we see, Lord, help us to uh, be better people and help the people around us. That's our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Okay, well, next week, um, you know what? I didn't pull out my thing to tell us what we're going to talk about next week, so I guess it'll be a surprise. Yeah. It'll be fun. Sounds good. Hey, Richard, have a great time at the uh, Trek convention. Thank you very much. I'm going to... We're going to see if we can maybe pull together a little quick video podcast while we're out there. Awesome. Can't wait. Are you going to meet anybody from the Treks and Sci-Fi Forum out there? I'm hoping that... uh, See... Black Ride's going to be out there. Excellent. He's going to be out there. Good. I don't know if Kenny is. I don't know. I don't know. If I, don't know. Or not. I think he just got done with Comic-Con, so I'm not sure he's going to be there. But I don't know. <laughs> I never know. You never know. So, yeah. so I think there'll be a few people, so we're going to try to have a little meeting. Up. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining us. Stick on the line. I'll talk to you here a little bit after we're done. Um, okay. Take Him With You is a Moyer Multimedia LLC production. Copyright 2010. All rights reserved. All right, Aim, are you getting want to get out of here or something? No. Oh, okay. All right. Thanks for joining us. (laughs) Might want to go watch a movie now. Hello, my name is Meds. And I'm Kelly. And we are the presenters of Waffle On Podcast. Now, once you've finished listening to the brilliant Taking With You podcast... What in the wide world of sports is that? It's a podcast that's spiritual, but not religious, and all about Rick's geeky life. What? Does he like geeky TV? Indeed he does. What? Like TV we like from 1960 to 1999? Indeed, and that's why he listens to us. That's what we're about. We do British TV broadcast between 1960 to 1999. So come and find us. You can find us at Podbean. Just type in Waffle On Podcast or iTunes. We'd be honoured if you'd join us. Thank you. The Treks in Sci-Fi Podcast.
Stand by to receive our transmission. Sci-fi entertainment news and commentary. I am Locutus of Borg. Star Trek episode analysis. Captain of the USS Enterprise. Pokey religions and ancient weapons. Collectibles, toy, and prop reviews. I am to misbehave. The weekly Treks in Sci-Fi podcast with your host Rico at treksinsci-fi.com. This is Jeff from Champ Podcast. After you finish listening to this excellent podcast, I invite you to come listen to ours. My co-host Jason and myself cover open wheel auto racing, focusing on Formula One and IndyCar. Each podcast we review the races, we talk about drivers and teams, and all the news and rumors as well. So come give us a go. We can be found at www.champpodcast.com, that's with one P, or in iTunes, search Champ Podcast. Champ Podcast, the world's fastest podcast. Hi, Russell. Are you like mommy? Are you doing a podcast? A podcast. Podcast. Good boy. That is pretty much the cutest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> podcast. Anomaly. Something that deviates from what is standard, normal, or expected. An oddity. Peculiarity, irregularity, inconsistency, incongruity, a rarity. I'm Jen. And I'm Angela. And we're the socially functional co-hosts of Anomaly. The podcast with a unique perspective, a female perspective on all things geek. Star Trek. Star Wars. Lord of the Rings. Buffy. Firefly. Gaming. Books costuming and general geek topics the sometimes monthly but always entertaining anomaly podcast anomalypodcast.com hi my name's al and my wife joyce and i are big disneyland fans in fact we love the place so much we started a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth in our show Tales from the Mouse House, we'll discuss some news and updates on the Disneyland Resort, reveal some amazing little-known gems we call hidden treasures, and we'll also review some of the rides and attractions that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And we'll review some places to satisfy your hunger attacks, as well as offer up some tips and tricks we've picked up over the years that can help you get the most out of your Disneyland Resort vacation. So, after Rick and Amy have helped you along your spiritual path, Check out Tales from the Mouse House in iTunes. And remember, make it a magical day.